Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com If the god of this earth was these people that, that are talking right now, we're actually all done for, bruv. We're, we're actually all done for. No, I was gonna say, be god careful, so before another side chick now comes with your neck off. <laughs> Hi everyone, it's Beatrice, it's and it's Sharon, and welcome to the 27th episode of the BTS podcast. Woo! Okay! <laughs> You're by yourself this week, <laughs> You're by yourself. I'm so done. Okay, now three more to, till we're 30. Good as well. <laughs> so we end now when you enter 30 episode you can't even say this is a this is a game do you know what i mean you can't say it's a joke <laughs> when you cross that 30 barrier no it's so true so boy we actually can't quit <laughs> because what do you mean do you have me hours we spent doing podcasting bro Right. We're ready for we've ready been for speaking since at least I tell you <laughs> <laughs> the thing is yeah we are actually on i think this is 29 because we had two bonus episodes, of didn't we? Course. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. We did, we mm-hmm. did, we so, did. So, no, we ah! actually can't quit. <laughs> Even if we're the only people listening. Hey, we go record. <laughs> we go record. I am so done. I'm screaming. Bruh. I don't know if about me, you guys, but um, I'm I normally listen to podcasts anyway. But recently, like especially during this lockdown, like I feel like podcasts are what have been like helping me get through my working days and just yeah, I don't know. I just feel like podcasts are like doing their damn thing right now in terms of like what content people are putting out and stuff. So I've always interested and listen to podcasts. You know, really? Yeah, I struggle. Oh wow! Oh no, I love it. I just feel like I'm like I can just get on my work and then like have, like having a little bit of a conversation while I'm working, and it's mm-hmm. not too intense. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. I'm I'm fine to like miss out on some parts. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't have to be like attentive yeah, listening. Yeah, and all that sort of thing. Just but, have it on in the background, sort of thing. Exactly, and then I lo- I love the ones that obviously have like um a visual and stuff. So like I'll have like the YouTube video going in the background, and obviously I'll just like look at it when it's something funny to just see their reaction, and then just get back mm. to my work and stuff. But um, yeah, no, content nowadays have just been solid. Oh, yeah, for real, it's mm. true because no one else, everybody has time to, I guess, well not not everybody has time to do it, but I guess people have more time now 
yeah. to put out the content, especially if they're working like as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, God. You you guys have been pushing a lot of content on um on Instagram. Sharon, good. Sharon has really, really, really. Yeah, Sharon. Boy. From the contrast from last year to this year. <laughs> Not the contrast. It's true, though. Not I'm thinking what's going on. It's true. Boy, do you know what it is? Um, well, obviously, mm. I said I wanted to be more consistent at the start of the year, and then I wasn't. And then I think I said this on a couple a couple episodes ago, but I had the conversation with Beatrice, and she was just basically like, yeah, just what's happening? Yeah. Because she said she wanted to be consistent. We ain't seen. We ain't seen a <laughs> damn post so I was like okay now let me actually go and edit the video that I recorded three months ago whatever it was and 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 the thing is I actually had a lot of stuff that I had yeah I think that's even what was annoying me because yeah I knew (laughs) (laughs) you know your friend has the stuff to put out there yeah Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. it's gonna obviously be well received but they probably just don't you know obviously when it's your own work you don't really like see it like the way other people would see it do you get what I'm trying to say Mm, like yeah and um Sharon's content is obviously very clean and like it's appealing to the eyes that's what people like to Mm -hmm. see when they're on Instagram and obviously Mm -hmm. I really saw we've already obviously we have conversations about stuff and she'd even obviously have to plan out these sort of things if you go to her um Instagram city style 101 underscore you'll see that it's like carefully planned out in terms of like the colour coordination and stuff. So obviously effort, a lot of effort yeah. goes into it. Yeah. So when my girl was out here doing video recording, <laughs> you know what I mean? Taking pictures and then saying, nah, I'm thinking, what do you mean, nah? <laughs> nah. No, do you know do you know the one that pissed me off today when I saw the caption? I took this picture in <laughs> August. Fam. I said, do you know, that's hell? even calm. You know the picture that was posted the day before that? I took it in, in May. In the chiffon. Yeah. What? I took it Bro. in May. It's Love really, you. really bad, hey. which is why I can't even post like where it's from on my stories anymore because fam it doesn't even exist sold like out. the link is gone not even sold out and the link is gone like it does not exist like I can't even when I go back to my orders to try and click on it like there's no image because it's there's so, nothing to show is gone yeah so yeah, yeah but I'm trying oh, to be gosh. obviously this year I'm trying to be better anyway and that's why I was posting every day because I was like do you know what I need to get to a position where I'm not hoarding pictures anymore and yeah. I'm just pushing mm-hmm. out what I've got and like I need to be more mm-hmm. intentional like if I want to because like Beatrice explained um I try and do like color schemes and stuff so mm-hmm. I need to be ordering the colors before I need to take the picture so it's not like oh mm-hmm. I want to post but I haven't ordered anything do you know what I mean? So mm. this week I ordered so much stuff from ASOS. Mm. Um, so I've got a lot of pictures to take this weekend and then mm. yeah. yeah but I like gonna... it. I like the ASOS thing because so, for people like me who still and I know I've been saying this since I still don't know how to navigate the whole ASOS website and find stuff like literally ASOS for me is I have to know what I'm getting and use the picture thing to take us like to to find the exact item that I want. I can't mm. just sit there and mm. look so that's the thing I think that's even why like things like Zara halls and all those things are popular it's it's helpful where the website can be quite tricky to navigate because really and truly from yeah. Zara you look at the model who's standing on top of a cooker and you're thinking how am I meant to visualize how Bam. am I meant to visualize myself wearing that blazer when one the blazer's even tucked into a dress that you can't even see and you're thinking nah this is ridiculous you're actually killing me you are actually killing me do you know what happened to me the other day I yeah. saw a dress, I thought I liked it, clicked on it. Tell me why the baby's lying on the floor. Bro, sorry. <laughs> How am I supposed to see the dress? 
I'm so confused. Like, like I said, Sharon, the blazer is tucked underneath the dress. And I'm looking at it thinking, <laughs> where is the blazer I'm about to order? Do you get what I'm trying to say? It's like, literally, you're Oi, searching for your item. Zara Why is searching nuts. For it? Even... Do you get what I'm trying to say? Zara the is, thing is though, nuts. They're mad, but their madness has a plan. And their plan no, yeah. is working. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't mm. think they should. I don't think they should change. They the shouldn't. No, it no, works. They shouldn't they because it's purpose. just it works. It's they yeah, shouldn't, 100%. but it's just like honestly, Zara. It's so weird as well because Zara is just like it's just one theme. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, like is, you can buy is. some like colorful stuff on there. But really and truly, it's just one nude kind of like yeah, play. Yeah, but very, it just bangs. very monotone. And it's yeah. the quality. Thank you. I like your English. It's the quality. It's the quality. Boy. It's not every day be wearing stuff and it's see through. Like I'm actually Bam. tired. Now. I'm Thank actually you. tired. I'm Thank tired. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But it's not every bro. day your pants be showing, bruv. Or you're looking bro. for extra garment now. Hey, bro. God, do ASOS. ASOS is good for um. I don't know whether you to use the word grown. Like they've, you've got like different ranges. Like mm. it's not just because you know like pretty little things. Oh, it's just you like know, outgoing. It's just like. Yeah. It's just like outgoing, mm. oh, um, young young people. Like, I yeah. don't see my mum shopping on pretty no little things. Like, oh, I mean, hell no. <laughs> oh, hell but ASOS no. Has, <laughs> ASOS is one of those places that it actually has so much range. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can literally buy, like, I think I spend so I spend so much money on ASOS. Even if it's just, if I'm buying pajamas, then I'm buying um, pants. Makeup. Mm-hmm. Then I'm buying bra, makeup, skincare. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm like, that is I one place where I will find always everything. renew my yearly um, next and day. Thank oh, yes. And continue to do so. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> continue to both of you. I'll be flicking between both of you regarding what, whichever password it finds quicker. I will click to Tammy. I'll click to Sharon. Listen. This girl is funny. Oh nah. It's because I religiously, it, it it works out for me because I literally religiously buy from ASOS all the time. Yeah. And it's just so much easier just to get it the next day. Like, mm-hmm. And even, even pre-COVID, like you could literally order before midnight and it will be here the next mm-hmm. day no, they do they do same day what are you talking about fam i've ordered something in the, in the morning and it came that that evening wow it's solid it might well they, they, they we, ain't, we ain't got that in my area oh. but, uh... and the thing, <laughs> is, the thing is for me as well yeah when i order on asos it's um dpd so at least i know my package is coming when yeah, i see yeah. that Facts. my um hey god my um i say no nah, forget it that i can't I, do her wait you see now. what wait you see wait you see what my, my hermes, hermes. <laughs> Just by seeing the email, you know we need to see the rest of it. Just my hat. I said, nah, that's it. Nah, no chance, mate. Yodel as well, flipping dope. Which one? Yodel. 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 I don't really know about yodel. What's yodel? Misguided. Um, is it? And social baby misguided in their ways, bruv. Those (laughs) people, yeah. To even return a package is actually hard because you can't go to the post office. You either have to go to ASDA. Or one of oh, these corner shops, like terrible. if you order something from his galley, you just pray that you like it, fam, because there's just no way of getting it back to the retailer. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even order from them. But do you know what they've been stepping up the recently, time. though? Every everything that I've seen on people that's really nice is either been from Zara or misguided recently. Like I'm actually quite shocked. Mm. But um, I've rarely know. shopped from there, but I might. No, I me mean, either, but I, I, I'm realizing that I need to actually go there because I think they've actually kind of stepped up their game because they were definitely slacking at one point where everyone was just like, "Nah, we were they." Yeah, yeah. Facts. You know when people they... say that. Go on, Sharon. No, go on. I was gonna say, you know when people say that Hermes is like really bad, yeah. 
I've actually only had one bad experience with them and it wasn't even my lady that drops the day. It wasn't even her fault. Mm. It was something to do with the... But I really think it depends on the area that you live in. Definitely. Why am, I seeing, why am I seeing that parcels are being thrown, thrown into bins? Oh, um, yeah, standard. <laughs> Kilo means standard no, but, now. No, but that is... That is a... And, yeah, and even fun. the drivers were taking some of the orders, fam. When they'll know what they'll they'll be able to gauge what was in the order, then they'll just go and take it. Listen, let me even tell you what the, the driver did to me. I've got two experiences. One's good, one's bad. Let me start with the bad one, yeah. So um this was when we were working. So I was at work, um, and I texted my mum and I was like, um, I'm expecting an order, like please, please, please don't miss it because I need it or whatever. Mm. Then she was like, Okay, cool. Then she messaged me an hour later, she was like, Oh. The man threw it into the neighbor's garden. Mm-mm. And I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, but how, like, why would he do that when you were in the house? She was like, oh, I don't know. Like, he barely even knocked. Like, I didn't hear anything, even though I'm sitting in the living room. And then mm-hmm. he thought he threw it into our garden, but he actually threw it into our neighbor's garden. But our neighbor's, our neighbor was really, really unwell, like, critically ill. So, like, there's just ah. no way to now retrieve that past. I was just thinking... This mm-hmm. is long. But anyway, my good experience was I accidentally ordered um, a H&M parcel and delivered it to Loughborough. Oh, okay. Um, and I was thinking, oh, that's it, then. It's gone. Like, they're just probably going to have to return to H&M. Um, but the lady emailed me and she was like, oh, I've tried to um, deliver this parcel a couple of times, but um, there's no one to answer the door. And I was thinking, I've never had like an email from a delivery person before. And then I emailed mm. her and I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. Um, It's all right for you to return it back to H&M because I'm actually, I don't actually live in Loughborough anymore. Like I accidentally sent it there. And then she was like, oh, okay, where do you live? I'll make sure it gets delivered to <laughs> you in your address. <laughs> so I sent her my email and she was like, okay, that's great. I've sent it back to the, um, I guess the Hermes collecting place and I've put <laughs> your new, your updated address <laughs> in it. Free of charge, you know, and they sent no, it. No, no, no. That is what you call committed to the role. Committed. This is what I like. These are the drivers that they need. Bro, <laughs> when they're committed to their job description, you deliver the task that is required and you go above and beyond to satisfy. Did you get what I'm trying to say? Like, some people, they'll be acting like... And don't get me wrong, I know that sometimes you have to do some jobs to earn money. Like, I get it. But at least just do the common basic thing and just drop the parcel at their house. Like, what's that? I could not Come believe on. my eyes, bro. Bruv, it's getting ridiculous. And I was so happy as well because that was one of them things where, you know, when you c- get the last size of something, mm, I was mm, just mm. like, oh, it's so finished. And it was that, it was that um, white and black suit that I posted on my Instagram. And I was thinking, oh, that's so sad. It looks so nice as well. <laughs> but then obviously, luckily, I was able to get it. But I guess you're right, Tammy. It depends on what area you live in and, the, and who God blesses you. Honestly, with, the courier, because... yeah. No, honestly, because. The lady that does Hermes around here, she's on job. Like she knows us. Mm. She knows to put if it's some if it's if we're not home, she puts it over the gate. And if it's like a well, she'll know. Let's say if it's like an ASOS thing mm-hmm. where it's not a box, she'll mm-hmm. put it over. But if it's a box where let's say it rains, she'll leave it with the neighbor. Like why would why would you put a box that can be like like a rain? Why would exactly. you put it over the people you know, that are dashing it? it in the bin are just absolutely mad. Mm. Imagine putting it in the food bin. Oh no, bruv. Oh no. And then I remember someone put a story on um, Twitter and said that they yeah they put it in the bin, but then they did it on the day that the bin gets taken away. <laughs> yeah. The package got lost. I saw that. The package was done at it. Cause done. Gone, gone bruv. <laughs> like, what the heck? 
Bro, common <laughs> sense is just... not available, fam. It's not available just... out there. But okay, quick how question. Do even, yeah. How do you even explain that? How do you even know? Who Bro. actually is liable for this now? Because say you're a small business and you've now delivered, you've done your due diligence, like you've sent it, you've given it to whoever, and they've now That's gone the to go and, put it, and your customer has not received the order. Mm. What happens next? It's just, uh, I don't know, but whatever it is, I'm the cus- I'm normally the customer and I don't give a heck. All I know is that my package needs to come. <laughs> right. All I know is that I didn't receive my package. No, I mean. No, I think probably it would be the the courier. You know them people live, right? People like, I didn't The courier behind. Mm-hmm. Well, the drivers are actually so bad. Like, there's a lot of times where I've called customer service here and I've been like, oh, yeah, like, this has happened. They're like, okay, cool, we're going to contact the driver. Like, it's, they're on job in terms of, like, the actual, like, dealing with the complaints but then i remember there was one time they were like okay cool the driver will come back to you because he didn't actually deliver the address to the right place blah 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 mm. and then i just didn't hear anything from him and i called him again i was like sorry where's this driver he was like can't lie mate i tried to tell him and he said nah he's not coming i said what do you mean <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> what do you mean nah he's not coming i said huh? like can people just no, say that to you so it. i don't know man what's good over there it's crazy that is a joke can they start firing people please i'm sorry no, it's true though it's true. How are you saying that you ain't going, you ain't gonna do your job? Can you imagine? Imagine saying that in the Correcting office. Correcting no, no, I don't feel like. <laughs> I don't feel like doing that. <laughs> Can you imagine? Your manager will look at you crazy. Bro, you're finished. <laughs> nah, what a joke. Okay. Anyway, how was you guys this week? Oh, oh. oh. I'm just gonna go into song of the week. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, we could do that if you want. <laughs> it's, it's it's you, Sharon. Sharon. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Sorry, I did know that, but um, I don't know. Okay. Okay, guys. So as you know, um, every week we have a song of the week, and this week it's my turn to choose the song. So I'm gonna be choosing "Dollar" by DJ Spinner on R2Bs. Um, it's on DJ Spinner's latest album, which came out at the end of 2020, called Grace. Um, the album's really well I don't know if really good is the correct term the album's good um, and I really really like that song by R2Bs it's a good one and the good thing about DJ albums I feel is that you have like a lot of artists on the same album which is what I really like so every song is a new sound Um, but yeah you guys should check it out as always it will be linked in our story on Instagram and yeah okay guys so today I don't know whether to call this a different topic, but it's a topic that <laughs> it's a topic that we've never actually spoken about. Like, I think for the whole episode, I think we've never spoken about something like for this. the whole episode. episode yeah. You know? <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Well, what, did I say something wrong? Yeah. Yeah. You said for the whole episode. Like, well, how many minutes in are we into this episode? Do you mean the whole podcast? Podcast. No, I'm saying like we've never touched on this subject for like a whole episode. Oh. oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, Darren, you know when you're in the delivery, you're thinking, mm, no, I know yeah. what I, I know what I meant. I know what I meant. I mean, like we've never spoken. I get what you mean. Like, you mean that like, we've just touched on it, but we've never dedicated. I thought we've never talked about it. Period. Yeah, we've yeah, never talked like, about church on. Anyway, let no, me not steal your saying... thunder. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, obviously, we've said that. Obviously, we're Christians and stuff, but I'm saying that we've never actually. Spent a whole episode. Okay, okay. Got speaking. You, got you, got you, got you, got Damn. Got you. Okay, got you. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, thought, 
thought maybe this was a versus. What's going on? Um, <laughs> okay, you stretched it. <sighs> okay, oh, sorry guys. We've never, sp- we've never spoken about it on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, so shall we lay it out? But we're going to be talking about <laughs> not let it out. <laughs> The cat's out oh, the bag. Yeah. Okay, so let me even give let's the backstory. Actually, let's actually set the context so these people can understand because... Yeah, let's give the backstory of why we even chose to speak... To speak... Chose to, to speak? <laughs> chose to speak about this... Um, <laughs> this is a disaster. <laughs> why we chose to speak about this topic... Okay, so bitch, just take it away because <laughs> really not take it away. It really started with you. The cat's and, out and the you bag. Are, take it it's away. True, it's true, it's true. You are to blame. You are it to blame. It actually is me. Okay, so I was um on Insta and I was just you know as you do scrolling through stories, and I saw my friend Maxwell posted um a vi- a video on his Insta, and I was just like, okay, cool. I watched this, and you know, he um for context he basically plays um the keys um and he obviously does it in church does it you know you know just across the board kind of thing so um obviously when he posts he posts music content like very frequently so i'm I'm used to kind of always seeing that but this time i said oh let me just you know when it's just you're just thinking oh let me just delve into let me hear what this music not delve Because you know, normally when you see like sermons and people post their sermons and stuff, like depending on your mood, like you could be like, okay, cool, I'll watch this later, I'll come back to this later. You might not be able to like spend the whole 15 seconds of the story, if that makes sense. But I thought, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Let me just really watch this. So then also I'm thinking, okay, cool. Sis is saying all of this for a 15 second video, you know. No, it wasn't 15 <laughs> seconds, it was more than 15 seconds, but let me start. So I'm like, okay, cool, let me just watch it kind of thing. So um I just see his caption and he's and then it's like I don't know what he basically said, something along the lines of like is this a joke? Like this is happening no, live. Go on. Okay, go on. No, 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 go on, go on. Um, yeah, he was like, Yeah, is this happening? He said, Oh, this is happening live, you know, or something like that. And I'm thinking, oh, mm-hmm. okay, all right, cool. Then I listened to it, and essentially it's a video of a pastor, <laughs> right? In fact, before the pastor even comes on stage, it's a choir leading the song again, and they're 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 doing the last <laughs> the last harmony. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> this video is so funny. <laughs> No, guys, honestly, this video is hilarious. No, we're defo sharing it. We're defo sharing it. Oh, we were always. So stay tuned. We Uh, were always. But essentially, so the choir were finishing up their last harmony on, like, a line. And so, I thought, okay, cool. And that's normally when, (laughs) in the church, that's when you expect the pastor to come and say, hallelujah, we worship you. Do you know what I mean? You expect the pastor to take control. So the pastor comes on stage now and I think, okay, cool, so then lead us into prayer, lead us into something. Maybe that's why my friend is recording. Then the pastor is facing the choir, but not facing the congregation. I think, okay, right? This is a different <laughs> Can we just reiterate that? This is happening live. Like, live. live this is a live, live streaming. Stream. Live stream on YouTube. So the pastor is facing the, the choir, not facing the congregation. The congregation. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. What is going to happen here? Is he going to turn around and speak to us? And then he just said this thing. In fact, let me just insert. I'm going to insert the audio for you guys to really, really understand what he said. Hallelujah. Please, if you want to lead praise, lead praise or you get off this altar. Do you understand me? And if you're going to be late to church service, you don't come here again. You don't do that to go and leave it. We are raising generations that don't fear God. And I won't take it. 
We sing good praise or we get off the altar. Yo, okay, Gosh. so that was a video that played. This yeah, guy, do you know how many things there are to discuss in Bam. this one clip? So many layers in a 30 so many layers. layers. There's so many things to dissect. Bam. <laughs> Too Honestly, much, bro. Where do we even begin? Where do we begin, please? Where? Okay, <laughs> I can't lie, that choir was out. Yeah, guys, honestly, <laughs> I've heard that I've choir. Heard, oh, wait, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I have witnessed my fair share of. <laughs> Of dreadful performances before, I'm not gonna lie to you. I have managed to stay in the presence and the word of God, even when the sound is not right. But with this choir right here, the way my eyebrow had to be raised up, I had nah, that to choir raise was my eyebrow dreadful. Up. And that choir cannot take me into any spirit. I'm bro, sorry. That's what I'm trying to say. You know what? You have to pray to God. To God, I don't know what choir is singing right now, but I commit this service into your hands. That's when you really <laughs> need to start committing it into God's hands because that singing was dreadful. That's even one thing I thought we should start off and talk about is just about choirs in general. It's church. true. Let's do it like like that. We'll we'll come to every topic. Yeah, every and then topic. We'll discuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every you're topic. Smart. This is why you're a strategic consultant. So obviously, you know, I feel like quite the choir in African churches. Obviously, we're going to talk about African churches because I feel like that's the funny part, and that's also the part that you know is about this hmm. video. Um, because obviously, there's so many. Actually, in fact, let me not even limit to African churches, but and um, in this, the funny part is definitely African churches. But in general, I would say that the choir has such a big part to play in the 100%. Sunday service. Like yeah. it carries yeah. so much, like. It can re- it really sets off the tone for what the sermon what the service will be like. I feel like when you start off strong, you really get into it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And for me, mm. I don't know about you guys, but like music is definitely a way that I set myself to pray. So like before I I, yeah. I pray and yeah. stuff like I need to hear like a worship song. I'm not really a praise. I'm a praise person. Like you know when it's just like you know occasional small small, but really and truly to really get into the spirit. Worship is what really takes me there. Um, mm. And. another point just on that um is I was speaking to this girl one time and she said something and I'll I'll probably never forget it um and I was basically talking about a church that I used to attend um a few years ago and I was saying like the word is really good but like sometimes the worship is a little bit Hmm. like and I hate saying worship is dry because we're not there to be it's not it's not a Chris Brown concert you know what I mean like we're there to actually worship but mm. I was just basically saying that the worship is sometimes a little bit dry she was just saying that there needs to be more importance placed on worship and choir um because that can you guys still hear me yeah yeah okay sorry I'm just getting so paro okay um <laughs> <laughs> I used to yeah she was basically saying there needs to be more importance um placed on like choir and Mm. worship um Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. that is the only point in the service where we actually give back to god Mm. because ultimately in the service we're hearing from the pastor who is ultimately like during his time when he's preparing his his word and stuff of course he'd be praying and stuff he'd be hearing from the spirit what he's going to share with us and so god is sharing with us from his word you know what i mean so we're now taking on all of this stuff and the only time that we actually have to give back to god is during worship and don't forget and don't forget forget offering too but anyway yeah and and offering make sure you pay your your daddy anyway (laughs) 
um yeah and worship is the only time that we really get get a chance to like give god praise mm. and like give back to god mm. um so mm. it should that is very, very important that's very i've actually never thought about it like that but that is me so, neither so right so yes. right even 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 my pastor has said sometimes that praise and worship is the most important thing out of the whole yeah because really out facts. Of the whole yeah, thing it because really it's is. like i remember he was like if you miss praise and worship you might as well just go home yeah some people actually will will come on to this in a minute because he also touched on this in the video but like some people will actually come to church like oh, it's okay we, we'll make worship we'll make worship but it's just like we're not just there to, you know, like I said, just draw from mm. God all the time. It's like we also need to actually give God praise. Yeah. And like it's an important not to not to be preaching out here or nothing, but you know how the Bible talks about like if we don't praise him, he will get the rocks to praise him. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually it's important to yeah. give God praise, like fam. Hundred yeah. percent. Anyway. Hundred yeah. percent. And um yeah, I just thought that, you know, it's just something that I feel like, especially within African churches. Now, this is the thing, and I think this is what is a debate about, you know, African praise and all that sort of thing. It's just that, you know, obviously in the church setting, no one is really forced. Well, I mean, some people are, let's be real. That's the way it works in those churches. But as in, like, you know, it's not like a job for some people, you know, not to say... What, to be part of the choir? To be part of the choir, yeah. So, for example, some people will say that, you know, the argument will be, okay, but these people are just also worshipping God and that's the way their voice is and we're just joining in. Mm. Which Mm -hmm. I get to an extent, but... We all have gifts, I'm not going to lie. That's what I'm going to say. That's what Mm -hmm. I'm going to say. Thank you. We all have gifts. And I feel like we should let the singing people be singing. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Because, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I just feel like, like, you know, it can be a bit distracting when it's not really right. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah, I just thought that was something that I just wanted to touch on because I feel like people always try to make it seem like as if, you know, from especially from the stories that I've heard, you know, the choir, anybody can join. Do you get what I'm trying to say? They'll be like, everybody can join the choir. Go and join the choir. But then on the flip... On the flip side, um, what do you guys think about what do you guys think about this? So there are some churches where you have to audition to be a part of the choir, which okay, that's fine. Like we need to oh, yeah, know my church, at my, least my, my church do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my the... church does that as well. Yeah. Um you have to audition to be a part of the choir, which is fine because actually to be honest, our choir leader, that is his job. Mm. Like that is what he gets paid to do. Mm. Um so yeah, you have to audition, but what do you think about like turning people away, refusing people to be to say like you're not allowed to? Oh, more let sorry, me you tell chosen. you one thing my church did one time. <laughs> be telling us, be this telling day. you. So essentially, one auntie, um, she hmm. wanted to obviously join. She was led, you know, she enjoys singing. She wanted to, you know, be part of the choir. And let's just say that she she's not really good at singing. Let me just put it put it in that period. But obviously, like <sighs> you know she really really wanted to join really really wanted to join and eventually like you know it, it gets to a point where you sound a bit silly come sometimes being like you can't do you get what i'm trying to say especially when you yeah. know like there's vacancies and also like the choir could actually do with a few more people if that kind of made sense mm-hmm. so oh god this is so bad this is the thing about african churches there's so much stuff that happens behind the scenes yeah it's unbelievable <laughs> but why do i feel like i know where this story is going no, essentially go what they used to do is they'll put her on a particular mic and make sure uh-huh. the mic is- oh, I, knew it. No. I knew it i knew it i knew it yay do you, I just I say, and the thing is though is that i don't even know if that's even bad like i kind of think it's not it's not bad yeah but at the end of the day she herself do you know are you not embarrassed like They've told you no, like a couple of times. You know, some people saying, 
can't tell that they can't sing. Yeah, I know. No, but it's not even like, about... You know when you watch X Factor and some people are genuinely surprised, yeah. like, what do you mean? I can't sing, like, I've been singing my whole life. <laughs> yeah, but the same way that they keep on auditioning, the same way we'll be telling them no. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, there's one, there was one lady that always used to come back on X Factor all the time and they'll keep on telling her no. <laughs> Didn't we see you last year? <laughs> no, no, no. She even, one time, she even came in one wedding dress. We're saying, we're saying no. It's still going to be no, like, and the auntie, we you can still keep on coming, but at the end of the day, no is no. Mm, and now you're you know gonna be on the stage and your mic chat. is off, and you think that you're you're, <laughs> you're shutting down the house. It's just a it's just a waste of time Stop and it. space. <laughs> no, yeah, it's true. I actually do hear it. It's a tricky one though, because it's kind of like, but they're doing it for God. So yeah, like, who like would God turn them away? Hey, like, God, do you know what I mean? Would, that's the, that's would Christ say, be would God turn them away? <laughs> I'm just I'm actually just wondering like, oh, okay. I think so, a better so, thing oh, so if we're I saying think a that thing to if we're saying that be... then can anybody just start playing the piano for the for the church no oh, <laughs> what I'm saying come on man no but it's the same thing I can't play the keyboard but you know but what I'm it doing is, it for though, I'm in doing that it for situation God. okay wait hold on I was even going to say something before that um what I think a better thing would be to have done is to say like okay we don't think you're fit for the choir but are you happy to be an usher or are you happy to yeah but you know, do you know tea but and coffee thing or... as well but african church this is why i simplify let's not lie yet a lot of people are stubborn in the church themselves so you can tell oh, yeah. somebody culture okay, yeah it's culture to be honest you can tell them okay cool like we would prefer you to be in the usher but maybe that person actually wants to be on choir and this is the thing about choir and the whole like po- politics behind african churches listen it's a lot deeper but you know, it's even like some people just want to be like the center of attention in the church. Like there's certain mm-hmm. churches, not my mm. church, because my church is actually very small, but some churches where like the way the, com- the the community is kind of brought up, like you need to kind of be the, some people want to be the center of attention. Do you know what I mean? You know, them, mm. them choir leaders that be just doing the most, like wanting to lead, like, do you know what I mean? Just always wanting to be yeah. the center of attention. So some people, they won't even take you saying, you know, um, go and do like usher, go and serve somewhere else. They would just want to be, in that position because they know that it will mean that people can see them doing something in the church and that's the, and that's mm. how they get their own satisfaction because some people I really do believe they're just doing it to just impress other people not actually doing it because they actually want to serve God if that makes sense mm. I feel like that's where it becomes tricky when you go to because I don't go to an African church yeah. and I haven't been going to an African church since I was eight yeah um, so I feel like that's where it becomes tricky because culture becomes intertwined. Yeah. And if a child, like not child, but like say I now 23 year old, I'm trying to tell a 40 year old auntie that sorry, you can't join the choir. Mm. Like they'll be looking at me like, what do you mean? Mm. I'm like, mm. I'm old enough to like mm. be your mom sort mm. of thing. Mm. Um, I feel like that's where it gets a bit tricky. I, think, I, don't even, so... I don't think that is, okay, I know it's predominantly, I shouldn't even say predominantly because I know this sort of thing still does happen in non-African churches as well but it's just done in a more subtle way I think it's because we know in terms of what sorry in terms of just like you know choir politics church politics oh like, yeah 100% all those sort of things like, yeah but the thing there, is but, but what I'm saying is the they difference will... is is that the like the how do I say it the reason behind someone 23 talking to someone 40 something they will say oh you can't talk to me like that I'm not your age mate yeah yeah whereas that wouldn't that would no, but that would church. that would happen though i do feel like that not, does happen maybe in some churches but n- like i don't, i can't say for every church but in it's not basically what i'm trying to say is if the choir leader tells you you can't be a part of the choir you wouldn't 
like you wouldn't really challenge it like you wouldn't be like I'm joining anyway or like you can't talk to me like that because I'm like it wouldn't be like that and also like it's still church like people are going to be respectful but I feel like when cultures intertwine that whole Mm. you know how it is with like Nigerians it's like you can say the same thing to like I can say something to you Beatrice and I can say something to someone the same way to someone that's older than me and it's all of a sudden rude because yeah, yeah. I'm younger yeah. whereas I feel like in multicultural churches or white church it's not like that like a lot of them see them as like on your like it's a level playing field if that makes sense like yeah in, no I, I, I respect do think, you I do think that you know it is definitely more predominant in, in African churches but I do have to say that I do genuinely believe that it still does happen over there do you get what I'm trying to say that's the that's the point that I wanted to um to raise on that but um moving on from the from that part of the guy's um hmm, (laughs) delivery or whatever this man was doing yeah he then went on to say about um what do you call it the um people not being on time for church and and what was the line that he said i can't again it's just he said um if you want to become come late for church don't bother coming Mm, yeah basically mm. saying that you wouldn't basically trying to say you You won't be late if you're (laughs) you're making a living that line is used a lot in african they love it they absolutely love it and the thing is though like i get to an extent but it's still very different do you get what i'm trying to say and also um do you remember when we mentioned it in our chat and then (laughs) ruth was basically saying me i'm still even late for work so really and truly it's true yeah I say it's true. What no, it's true, it's honestly. True, it's true. Um, but yeah, I think that line, I don't know, what do you guys think about that part in terms of, you know, when pastors or, or whoever will say, you know, if you're not going to be late, don't bother. That's so mad. I think that's crazy. I can't even, I, I can't think even, that's what madness. are you talking about? Bruv. You're basically like saying someone shouldn't even so... step into the presence of God because they're late. Like, what? Can you imagine? Mm. If God was like this with us, you know, we're all finished. We're finitoed. We're mm. actually so finished. No. And it's so funny because the standards that... I'm not saying that God is saying that it's okay to be late and stuff. Mm. Like, no. Like, genuinely, I do feel like you should... Even if you are late to work, like, you should make a special effort for church because ultimately the God that we serve is not like the employer that we're working for. Like, it's not... Mm. Do you know what I mean? So we should 100% always make a special effort to always be on time for church like genuinely but i feel like a pastor especially coming on the stage are you what are you talking about saying that if you're going to be late don't come what do you mean you know some people are late because maybe they had to get two buses to come to church the bus was late Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. trying to tell them oh if by the time your second bus comes if it's late don't bother coming turn around Mm. that means they wouldn't have heard that word you know Mm. it's just so mad and have you ever been in a situation where like you didn't really want to go to church that day you really forced yourself to go and you've heard the word and you've been like i really needed that word but imagine Mm. some people like missing out on the word because they were running five ten minutes late yeah yeah sorry that just got me mad i just had to go off yeah some of some of these pastors just need to be banned like and <laughs> not banned. no seriously banned and i feel like this might be going off on a tangent but a lot of nigerian men mm. go into being pastors solely because nah. of the money God, okay, so he's a Nigerian we man. Wait for that one towards the end. Let's finish oh, this. Okay, let's sorry. finish this word because that one will take us on a completely different tangent. Man. Different tangent. Different boy. tangent. Completely. Ah, sorry. But, um, <laughs> sorry. No, but on the line of the whole lateness thing, I, I agree with everything that Sharon said. To be honest, and I think as well, it's just like you know, you never really know what people need, like in terms of you know 
whatever encouragement you're gonna say like in some in sometimes yeah i know it might sound so mad but it might not even be the sermon like sometimes it's even just catching up with somebody after church and them just yeah. putting their hands mm-hmm. on you and just saying how are you what's going on with your situation it's the thing about mm. church that i feel mm-hmm. like i wanted to say as well is that you know it's not just about the procedure you're coming you do your praise and worship you do your thing you listen to the sermon you give your offering and you're off do you get what i'm trying to say mm. it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's actually it's the church is, is not the building you know what i mean it's, it's, yeah, not, it's, the, it's yeah. not the order of this of the structure you know the the different things in the in the service do you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. it's everything it's the people it's it's the conversations you have it's just the the, the unity mm-hmm. that you have between each mm-hmm. other you know serving the god that you serve so i just feel mm-hmm. like you know when people yes. try to make it all this oh yeah you know if you're late you're gonna miss this part of the sermon and oh yeah why weren't you here when this happened but that's not the only reason why you people should we go to, to church. church no mm. it's not because I mean, like you you say the church is actually not the building the church is actually just the gathering of 100%. christians like whatever that is that is church yes mm. and i think Speaking okay maybe i'm being a bit over the top here but um no you're not no, Carry no, no, on. no no i think that's fine but i'm trying to say in terms of the context of this man obviously the people that he was speaking to i'm guessing were the instrumentalists now i don't know <laughs> that one is a different enti- that one is a different one entirely because if people are waiting for you to start the song and you're like and you're late nah. and okay then that one now wow please all this one that like, he's saying don't bother coming though is yeah but he's sing he play and drum at the same time it's what? true and also they were there do you know what i mean they were actually playing the drums it wasn't even like <laughs> they weren't there do you get what i'm trying to say like they, they were actually mm. playing it um no so- but as you said but as you said life happens not everywhere you can be there on time like some there's some circumstances okay and even if you wanted to say oh, please, guys, don't be late next time. Try to be on time. I would not now come on the stage during yep. the live no and yep. say it. And no that's chance. why, that's the point I was. Tr- I made, like, um, yeah. on my Instagram story, like, some of these pastors, like, you're just insensitive. Like, you're not a nice person. Like, yep. why yep. would you come on yep. and say to the whole church, the whole congregation, mm-hmm. it's even on live, so there are probably more people watching than, than they normally come into the church in the, in the first place. You're now Definitely. coming to tell them, oh, you guys shouldn't be late if you're if you're late don't don't bother coming oh this 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 generation is is they're not uh-huh. fearing I god i wanted to touch on that they line don't fear god that line is the one that actually upon everything he said that's the line that really got me vexed and i feel like this is something that happens a lot within the african church where i can say that's actually very specific it's like as if your age determines the connection mm. you can have mm with god mm, do you get what i'm trying to say it's like a, do you know what i mean so ah, when he said and why are you trying to the, gatekeep the presence of god please like what, fam, what's as that in, are you the usher of the gates of heaven because i don't understand oh my day honestly thank god what's that burner boy line line thank god god no be man <laughs> because honestly if if the god of this earth was these people that that are talking right now we're actually all done for bruv we're, we're actually all done for we're finitoed and this is the thing when he said and the line he said was this we're raising what is it this generation or whatever they don't fear god or something along those lines yeah, yeah. i'm trying to say like sorry but the correlation as well is just mad so because somebody's a bit late to the service they don't fear hmm. god like you don't know the conversation they were having before you don't know the, what um what, what do you mean that the relationship they've been having with god during the week all these sort of mm-hmm. things and this is the thing as well like people in the church are sometimes very very limited and focused on just the sunday and it's like hello hi <laughs> that's only one day of the seven days of the week and you're judging mm-hmm. someone's faith just because of how they enter the church on that Sunday. One, one, two hour, ser- two hour service. Two hour know. service. Are you kidding hmm. me? And this is also, I actually wanted to um, ask you guys this question. Um, when people say that you can't have a good 
relationship with God if you don't go to church on Sundays? What is your view on that? Because it's clear that, you know, this this pastor, I don't know whether he's a pastor. In fact, he could be a deacon. It doesn't it might not even be the pastor. I don't know. I think he is actually the pastor, let me not lie. But um obviously it's clear that he associates, you know, the fact that if you don't fear God, obviously it means you're not really, really and truly, because that's the whole thing about Christianity, really and truly, it's, it's a fundamental part of it. Mm. If you aren't coming to church and if you aren't on time and all those sort of things, obviously it places a lot of value on being in the church. Mm, As in, in the church building. I, in the church, actual service building, on yeah. Sunday. So what do you guys feel in, in terms of, can you still have a good relationship with God if you aren't committed and if you aren't constantly going to church on Sunday? Um, I think that you can. Okay. Um, because like I said, um, like the church is uh not the building, it's the gathering of saints. However, if you um I don't know, I feel like evidence of your love for God and wanting to know more about God and wanting to be amongst Christians would be the fact that you also want to go to church because you're going to want to be around Christians. Does that make sense? Like, Mm -hmm. if I love Burner Boy, like, I'm going to want to go to his concert. Like, I'm going to want to be there because I love him so much. Do you know what I mean? Because I love his music so much. So, this likewise, like... I was going to say, be careful, Lord, before another side chick now comes for your neck (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it? I love his music. (laughs) Likewise, when you love God, when you love God and you enjoy being in his presence and stuff, you obviously want to share that with other Christians. You want to be around amongst other Christians. You mm. want that corporate worship, which I miss so much about being in lockdown mm. um, and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like if you don't want to go to church, then that might be, I don't know. I don't know what that might mean, but I feel like there might be something there that you need to explore. However, I'm not going to lie. Church only really started like, I feel like, I could be wrong, don't quote me, but I feel like New Testament times. So like in the Old Testament, I'm not going to lie, like there was no, there was no church. Like it wasn't until like Christ came. So realistically, like, I don't know. And also what happens to like church um, Christians who are being persecuted mm. in different countries that can't go to church? Mm. Do you know what mm. I mean? Are you going to now say like they're not real Christians because they're not going to church? There is no church. Mm. So that's very different. Visit. That's a very different scenario where you, you aren't going because it's not available to you, but where you're choosing not to go even though you you believe that you have a good relationship with god if that kind of makes sense because yeah like hundred. but that's to... why i was saying like that's why i was saying that because your question was blanket like it was basically like about going to church but i was also trying to make the point that like there could be there could be situations where your relationship with god just you and god is all that you have because you don't have the option of going yeah. to church mm. so yeah, yeah but obviously it's very different if you have churches yeah. there and you're not going and the thing is um, you know i think we'll, we'll go into what tammy mentioned soon but another thing i want to quickly say i think it'll be quick is you know the point that a lot of people make and i don't blame them you know a lot of people aren't going to church because of these things and because of the trauma that they've experienced while being at, you know some of these african churches let's be frank and they say that you know it's actually kind of ruined. Some sometimes people see church as sometimes a place that kind of takes their relationship with God and kind of ruins it. I don't know if that kind yeah. of makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You, you, actually, no, you are. Think, you're you're yeah, spot on. Like uh, yeah, a lot like of it's, people, it's a lot yeah. of people have stopped going to church yeah. because of church people, because yeah. of African pastors. Like mm-hmm. it's really tarnished their relationship with God, and they're just yeah. like, nah, I'm, I don't like church. I'm not going to church. People talk too much in church and things like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And that's the point I can kind of understand when people say that 
they don't want to go to church but they do have a relationship with God because I've always felt like church is kind of like a school I've always used that as an analogy where you can be going you go there to get the knowledge you meet people you know how you normally do a school but at the same time you can also be homeschooled you can also do the stuff that you want to do at home you Mm. can have um you know small groups maybe you can talk to different people but obviously the what you're lacking when you're doing homeschool is the community of Christians Mm. that you're going to be around and Mm. things like that and you can benefit Mm. off um different people's opinions sometimes Mm. when you're homeschooled you only get one opinion which is Mm. yours and maybe the person that's teaching you or Mm. whatever you're reading and things like that so I think there's a lot of pros and cons but definitely there there is definitely a thing where people don't want to go to church strictly because of the people that attend the church or the person that is leading the church and that is can I just um can I just encourage anyone that's listening and maybe is like in that position where like you've gone to a couple of churches um or maybe you've just been to one church or something and you've had like a really bad experience or something like please don't rule out all churches because honestly not all churches are the same Mm -hmm. and also now that we're in lockdown it'd be such a great opportunity for you to try other churches that you wouldn't necessarily be able to go to online even churches abroad so like transformation church Mm -hmm. um i love that church elevation church i know beatrice you love it too like Mm -hmm. i proper proper love pastor stephen vertic like Mm. his word is always on point well in my opinion it's always on point um yeah just try and see if you can i don't want to say vet but like Mm. have a look at different churches Mm -hmm. online whilst we're at home and then you can maybe try those out when we get back because Mm -hmm. even though like i and i hate hearing stories like about people like like having really bad experiences at church experience at church because for me that wasn't the case at all and like Mm. actually my Sunday school teachers blessed me in ways that like I can't even express with words so Mm. I would love for everyone to experience that if that makes sense Mm. but yeah just don't rule out all churches because not all churches are the same and also I want people to know that it's actually okay to church hop like and to try and find the right church that's exactly what you should exactly Mm. you can't like I know a lot of people... And don't be limited just because of your parents. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Like, for me, obviously, I've been going to the same church since I was young. But Mm. now I've made the decision to actively stay in my church. It's not like I'm Mm. being forced to whatever. Like, if I wanted Mm. to leave, I could. No one's one's holding me back. But I like my church. I like the people that attend my church. So that's why Mm. I can continue to go. But don't feel like, oh, because I'm going to one church one week... Or another church another week like it's it's still okay like it's still mm. it's it's still fine to be in that space where you don't really know which church you want to go to and even now that we're on lockdown sometimes i'll be watching two or three churches because yeah, yeah because you, you yeah, church man. is not just limited like you can li- yeah you can be in one church but you can still mm. get loads of knowledge and information from of course I'm also, that's what churches do they invite pastors they they hold conferences you know it's yeah. about you know picking people pastors are blessed with different things do you get what i'm trying to say like there's mm. certain pastors that you go to when you need certain things in your life you know that mm-hmm. they are focused on this part they know the word in this part you know what i mean so really and truly like it's not just like one pastor will, will deliver you and help you in uh, across all things do you get what i'm trying to say like mm-hmm. um yeah you, you have to you have to kind of get the word from you know different places so um 100 yeah, but um tell me what um, about the point that you mentioned i think that's something that we should definitely go on wait hold on is that everything that he spoke about in the video um then he, yeah that's basically yeah, ba- that. yeah basically they just, just said, went back to the choir and said get out yeah yeah he's, he said, <laughs> yeah the choir should get out of the water and things like that don't be late 
and things like that. It's just very, just very. I rude. can't even imagine that he actually went on to preach after that, you know. Bruv. But then you're like, I'm what, not even friend... trying to hear your words when you're all hot and bothered and <laughs> you've gone and cast and cast and banged the, the choir and all don't kill of me. Do you know for me? Yeah, there's two things. One thing is um, it's afterwards when people are just like uh in the choir and they're looking and then someone goes hallelujah. I'm like, no, <laughs> I didn't even watch that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that that is funny. That's that so funny. And then um, another thing as well that I wanted to say is my friend actually was obviously the person who I watched the video. Um, we were talking about it and. He he was just like to be honest like the choir was actually so bad he was like i think the pastor was actually in his office and was thinking like what the heck is going on out there because because <laughs> <laughs> you know sometimes the pastors will basically be in their office like preparing for the word like doing all that thing but he actually so they're not office. even at worship themselves no sometimes no, a lot of pastors a lot they of pastors, listen to worship yeah, they but they listen they to it from come, their office and they come in and the... they come in like huh? in between they they walk yeah, yeah. They yeah. Come in why between. are they moving like um flipping the president of the united states no seriously so, that's how, moving about that's how some that's so weird some yeah. pastors will come in. Well, I think my pastor, he and comes I in like hate that five whole, like, anyway, we'll come on he'll to come it. He'll come in like five minutes into the service yeah. and just walk yeah. in and then say, and obviously he'll do, he'll join in with the praise and worship. It's not like he waits till like the very end and comes yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, yeah, the yeah. First, they'll join in, they'll the join in the praise minutes. and worship. Yeah. Yeah, they'll pray, they'll, but they'll just be like, a, they won't be there straight away, like where you, you enter and you've seen them there because obviously a lot of pastors will be there before the service even starts or mm-hmm. before anyone mm-hmm. is set up. So they'll just be in the word, praying, praying over the service, praying mm-hmm. over those sort of things, sorting out the back end kind of thing. But they will have like, um, they will be able to listen into the into the service to kind of hear like, you know, the beginning parts where mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. announcements or not announcements, like yeah. even just like, the general deacon maybe do like leading into like prayer or something like that so um yeah yeah that part is but fine. not gonna but, lie um, there's still no excuse for you to come on the stage and start absolutely and not. start oh, absolutely shouting not. at but when choir. he said that though when he was like oh no he left his office because it was sounding so dreadful i said to be honest even me in my own office i'll be a bit like ah kilele you what's going on yeah, out there but, I, <laughs> but if I, I just i'd let them have their bad week Oh, come definitely. to them at the end of the service definitely. and try and maybe go to the choir director or someone the head of yeah like yeah there's just so many different ways to handle mm-hmm. that situation oh, definitely. definitely i don't agree with it at all I think it's, it's just inflicting up. inflicting power and obviously yeah. this goes to the point that i made earlier like mm. a lot of these pastors and i'm not saying all of them but especially mm in nigeria obviously this where, where we got the clip from hmm. is in it's just in dagno like it's in it's in the yeah. uk <laughs> but a lot a, when i put it on my story a lot of people thought that that church was in nigeria and i'm like yep. no it's just in this dagnum here like it's not mm-hmm. but it just goes to show you that the same thing happens in a lot of places yep. especially in nigeria and then um, i think i've spoken to some of my international friends that um i met at uni and they were mm. saying that, listen, the whole mm. church thing in Nigeria, half of it, maybe even more than half, is just a scam. Like, hey. it's literally just a scam. It's literally, I need money. What's the, what's the, e- not the easiest way, but what's a way that I can generate money fast? Mm. It's literally starting a church. Mm. Literally starting mm. a church. And I'm, I don't want to be disrespectful to the guy, the pastor in the video. I'm not going to say that. He hasn't mm. been called from God to do pastor, but the acts that he displayed, it just shows that you're not equipped for the job. Like, mm. how can you be so insensitive? Mm. And impatient. And impatient, yeah. not kind, mm. not thinking about not, them, not, not gracious. gracious at all. Mm. There's ways that you do things. You can't just... I feel like to be a pastor, it's not just, oh, 
I go calling from God or stuff like that. Like you need to have you need to have other um attributes and um traits. And it's not like you need to have other attributes. Like you, you might not have it at the beginning because when you get your calling from God, you get your calling. Do you get what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? But there's a process and that's why they have these trainings and they have these courses yeah, and they have true. things that teach you mm-hmm. the kind of, you know, behaviors that a pastor needs to have because for example when you're applying for a job you know a lot of the times you apply for a job you ain't got a clue what's going on there and that's mm. and that's fine it doesn't mean you're not equipped <laughs> for it but you have to go through the training to be able to deliver well and i feel mm. like you know certain some churches i don't want to name no names people but you be know ordaining people be um I don't even know what word it is, but yeah, the people, some some churches don't have the right regulations in terms of when they actually okay. ordain pastors. They don't, because it's clear the way that some pastors are just getting ordained within like two months. I'm thinking, Fam. right, like, have you even read the Bible in two months? Fam. Have you really delved into the word in two Ooh. months? Like, really, even, truly. even stagnation, the way that they'll just be putting, oh, this person's a pastor. I'm thinking, ah, this person said that they, he was just in jail two months Fam, ago, bro. Really? And they just started the church. They just started attending the church in two months. How are they already a pastor? A pastor? How are they already a deacon? Mm. There's people that have been waiting, waiting for <laughs> five to ten years just to be seen, mm. just to be seen, not mm. even be a deacon, just to be yeah. seen. And yeah. you're telling them, ah, nah, some of these churches. Lot, man. This... But yeah, no, nah. there, there is definitely, you know, um, let's not, we can't not address the elephant in the room and the fact that, you know, with a lot of African churches, you know, money is definitely, you know. Not it's... just African churches. Though. No, actually, you're 100% right, because actually it occurred. <laughs> because that woman with the angels from Africa, she oh, definitely went African. That's true. Which true, angels true. from Africa? There are a lot of. Mm. Do you not remember the pastor, um, Donald Trump's pastor? Yeah. Oh no, Paula White. No, Paula White. That's it. No, I don't think I saw there's, that one. There's, there's, the, it's basically what I'm even just trying to say is that it's not just African churches, but I think for us, obviously, we are Nigerian, we're African, so like sometimes it looks like it's just that, but it's, but not, it's actually trust every, me when I say it is a global issue. Yeah, yeah. it's a global <laughs> issue. And the thing is, though, don't get it twisted. And this is what this is my kind of stance because some people say, for example, like I know I won't say my church, but if you know me, you know. Church I go to, you know, they will say that you know it's very, very money driven, which I understand to an extent if you're from an external lens and you're looking in. But I really do think that one, when it comes to offering and when it comes to all these sort of things, like the but I I don't feel like there's any debate for whether you should be doing your tithe. Like I I feel like tithe is something that you should be doing. Period. I get people being different, you know, situations where they might not be able to do it. Like I don't know. In fact, in, in those times, I feel like in God knows my heart. In those times, I feel like that's even when you need to do it the most. But you know, anyways, the tithe thing is not even up for debate, really and truly. No, like, it's really not. It's not, and it's not even about giving to the church. It's about what God has giving actually God, said. Bro. Yeah, his God has actually said it. Do you know what I mean? Point blank, period. Literally said, any money less, you're cheating. Like it's actually just the truth. You get what I'm trying to say? So mm. that part, I don't think it's even up for debate. So when people say, "Oh yeah," when they say give your tithe, give your tithe, I'm thinking, yeah, but you have to give your tithe. Yeah, but you should be. Giving That's what I'm saying. So anyway. why are you arguing about giving your tithe? It's not. It's not up for debate. Do you get and if you don't like giving your tithe to that church, then move. Then churches. move churches. Then and I don't anywhere else. This don't... is another thing as well. It's like the issue isn't even giving the money. The issue is when they're saying that if you don't give the money, that God is not going to bless you, or that give me this money so that you can buy, it, so that you can have a house or you can have a car. That's the issue with the doctrine. The the yeah, doctrine no, around right. money. 100%. But it's not about giving tithe because that's a commandment from God. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if you've got an issue with it argue with christ yeah <laughs> like honestly, really and truly yeah that's what, i don't understand that's definitely what my my rebuttal will be but i think as well you know with a lot of um churches like you know the offerings can sometimes be a bit 
sound a bit wild to you know if you i don't even have to say it but like for example you know sometimes a person might be like okay cool like he feels like you know this is an amount that he wants to say that you know god is saying to him that um someone might need to give or something you know or something along those lines like you know when it comes to you know when people say that god speaks to him i'm really not someone to kind of just say it's a lie like because really truly, you actually don't know like no you don't know but you know what i'm trying to say like really truly, god could actually be saying that to him and it could be applying to one person that needs to do that to basically let themselves i don't know what it is but you, do you get what i'm trying to say like i'm really not someone that's quick to judge people on that but i do think when it becomes a recurring prominent thing i think that's where the issue is and also like you said when people feel pressure to do it when um they they literally cannot do it as well um i think that's where the issue is but when it comes to tithing and stuff i don't think that's up for debate i think the only thing that's up for debate is obviously the offering part where people are like okay put this amount here if you want to unlock this blessing put this amount here if you want to unlock this blessing like it's it can be you know it can be a lot blessings you know it's crazy i know it can be a lot for someone to be dealing with especially when it's like you know especially someone that's not really used to that culture or used to you know not even culture just even like I don't have to explain it, but there's certain things where you, when you listen to it, you you either tune in because it's relating to you or you don't tune in because it's not relating to you. I don't know how to explain it, that sort of thing. But um, some people just don't know how to manage it. So they just hear it and they just think, oh my God, what's this? This is crazy. I need to do it. I need to do it. I need to do it. But it might not be what God is leading you to do. Um, yes. And I was just going to, sorry, I've Googled because I know what the, the verse is, but I don't want to, I don't want to yeah. like paraphrase. Yeah. But basically in 1 John 4 um, verse 1, it says, um beloved do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from god and that's what i was gonna say like if you feel like somebody's telling you to do something but you're not sure you don't just do it then and there test the spirit test what they're saying god will also confirm that with you for example with mary and joseph yeah obviously mary um god came to mary and said well, I think it was an angel, came to Mary and was like, basically, you're going to have a child. He's going to be called Emmanuel, blah, blah, blah. And then Joseph was like, I can't lie, like, I don't know. what's this woman on about? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to put her away because I'm going to have to put her away quietly because, like, she's obviously gone and done something with another guy, basically. And then the Holy Spirit came to Joseph. Well, it wasn't the Holy Spirit, but God came yeah. to Joseph and confirmed what Mary had said. Mm-hmm. That's, I feel like, how things should be. If somebody's telling you something, deposit 5K into my account, and you're thinking, oh, I don't really know if I can do that, blah, 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 blah. Are you going to just do it then and then? No, yeah. you won't. You yeah. have to wait and pray about it and yeah. see if that's what God is telling you to do. Definitely. And obviously, that's not... Not everybody knows that, which is why it's also important to have your own relationship with God and not exactly. trying to rely on your pastor for absolutely exactly. everything. Like, exactly. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah, And that's why I say I don't even... But in those situations, you know, some people be like, why is the pastor saying that? And I'm just like, you know what? For somebody, that actually might be what God is saying. That's what I'm trying to say, that like, you need to have your own relationship because sometimes that part of the message is not for you. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, it actually might not be for you, but it could be for somebody else. Um, and that's why, you know, it's really important to have your own relationship with God so you can discern what is for you, what is not um, for you. And obviously act on it based on that. And obviously that's when you have your peace of mind because you know that actually God has confirmed what you need to do. And it's never like mm. you need to put something like Sharon said there and then, like right that minute. Like, you know what I mean? It's not run away. Like you can really give whenever. Um, mm. So, you know, really, really take time to kind of reflect back and think, okay, cool, is this for me? really ask god for that clarification let him give it to you and then you know you can go ahead and do what you need to do but um mm. no obviously i think like church the money and church thing is a very very sensitive topic for some people as well um and i know a lot of people definitely has like you said traumatic experiences when it comes to that um 
and it's sad you know because really truly like it's not really it's not even like the pivotal like part of being in the church you get what i'm trying to say but mm. it's really what turns a lot of people away um mm. and yeah i just I don't know and also like a church that is um i don't know how to phrase this but like you should always obviously part of the tab will go to like the fact that your pastors need also somewhere to live and eat and sleep mm. all that kind of stuff 100 percent. but also i'm sure like well with most churches they're also giving back to the community like i know that definitely. for my church they do that um, definitely we have like school programs that we run we um yeah do things in the philippines for the children there we've got like we built a church there and a school there and stuff yeah. like. so you will know like yeah what your money is going towards mm-hmm. and yeah. even if you don't know god sees your heart that's, like, that's the thing. most important thing like, you give to god you're not giving to a man like do you know what i'm saying like you're giving to god what they do with the money henceforth that's low that's key be that's god between gonna, them and god. Honestly, god is going to judge them about that mm-hmm. honestly what god is going to judge you about is your heart yeah of giving do you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah um yeah man yeah oh god it is well all but yeah i just you know, i just think you know what sharon said in terms of you know it's just sad to see people who have moved away from from church because of all these things and you know people shouldn't feel feel shouldn't people shouldn't feel ashamed to um you know jump from different churches or like you know just try to find what wherever they feel settled you know what i mean like don't mm. don't just give up um no do these things at all and again a massive one obviously if you are from african household as well don't let your parents be the determining factors to why you're you're worshiping in a particular place it really should be about where your spirit you know um feels feels like it can grow and stuff obviously i put up the um (laughs) the video me reacting to the video um sorry but how was it the first thing (laughs) not a reaction video (laughs) but again obviously when we said this it was yesterday again when i woke up this morning the first thing that i see on tammy's story is this thing again i'm like no this girl did not sleep thinking about this video (laughs) no like i literally woke up no because obviously as soon as i put it on my story i was getting loads of replies and then when i now went to bed and i woke up and i saw people still replying i woke up to snapchats as well because i put it on my snapchat and my instagram story and so many people were laughing people needed to see especially on my instagram because i've got a couple sophisticated people on my instagram you know people that go to my church i want to see their See, oh. see what they'll say so you know they're not really on my snap like that my snap is for us raz people but you know this is okay so um one girl um she actually used to go to my school she replied to my story she was like this one's quite sad actually she was like ah oh yeah it's so i'm sorry it's, it's sad she was like i'm not a christian I don't have much experience watching pastors. My husband's brother was about to have a baby girl. When him and his wife went to hospital in Zimbabwe, they were told that the baby had died on the due date. Then a pastor came and told them that the baby will be alive at 4 p.m. When she gave birth hey. to the baby, the baby was dead. Like she, like she shouldn't have to go through that. It's very heartbreaking. So things like that, it's like... hey. Wow. Situations is like that. Debate at 4 p.m. Like, what? Like, like, we need to, probably need to stop giving out false hope. And, but the thing is, yeah, I know this sounds so mad. Yeah. Yeah. This sounds so, so mad. I get that that is crazy, but like in terms of, you know, making someone go through that. Mm. But obviously, he's not called, but I'm sure there are, there are people out there. And, you know, we, we hear of things like these things are not 
completely impossible if you get what I'm trying to yeah, say. Like things not. can really happen. So in that scenario, I think it's mad, especially when the pastor might literally just be saying it for the sake of saying it's sake. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm. But some people are cool and and they will say certain things that might sound mad and actually it does happen. So I'm not one to be like, oh you know what I mean, like false hope. Like, I get it's false hope, but certain pastors like that's how it might come across but they are really saying what god has told them is going to happen but in this scenario i think it's crazy i just find it Mm. so crazy i just like obviously you never know because a pastor could say something to you and you could really believe it but obviously Mm. you don't know um what it is i feel like it definitely depends how it happened though because obviously like she's just given the overview but i'm wondering like did they go to the pastor and the pastor said and just waited like 30 seconds. The baby's alive and we'll mm. be alive in full pain. Mm. Or was he just like, I'll pray with you, I'll fast with you. And then he was like, okay, cool. I feel like this is what God is telling me. And I feel like it was a former. And the reason I say that is because he said it was 4 p.m. that day. So he mm. obviously, it wasn't like he had time to really get out. Really, pr- no, but it's true. Let's deep it. Like, are they going to go to their pastor at the, the middle of the night? Like, chances mm. are no. Like, they probably went to him that morning and the guy said, oh, yeah, 4 p.m. Like, mm. huh? Are you the creator of the baby, bruv? How do you know? It's true. It's true. Oh, please. That is very, very sad. It's very very sad. sad. Okay, on to the next one. Hmm. I remember when one pastor was preaching. (laughs) 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 I remember one one pastor was preaching and started complaining that most of the members don't come to church every Sunday because of work. But but we will be doing... No time stop. But we will be doing see Gobe on Saturday. See All of a sudden, she she said that we should lose our job so that we can we can attend what? church. Hmm? And then they'll now know. be complaining that nobody's giving off free. <laughs> there's no time. There's no time to give you. I have no job. <laughs> there's no 10% because I have 0% honestly oh gosh no it was this, it was, it was the Seagobe that took me out like Seagobe imagine imagine you're sitting in the congregation your pastor is saying oh you people do Seagobe on Saturdays hey god I was just I don't I don't die I don't die oh, <laughs> but okay now this is a bit of a uh, what's it a curveball. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the word. Know what the a spanner. <laughs> a spanner in the works. Um, did you guys see um Mike Todd's video on Ooh, Twitter? Yes. What did you guys think about that? I just saw the. I just um, to be honest, I was. I don't watch him, so yeah. um, I didn't really understand what was going on. Like I was just mm. seeing rain and and water. And I was just thinking, <laughs> I was just thinking, I was just like, he was basically just saying, um, and I, I'm paraphrasing here for anyone that's listening. Mm-hmm. Um, he was basically just saying uh, something about the silhouette challenge, like when oh, you're doing yeah. the silhouette challenge. And then <laughs> um, also like something about you've kind of shown Instagram, like all of your body or something like that. And about how like people should I don't know I can't remember exactly what he said yet, mm. but and people were like so like alarmed and shocked and stuff. But in my head, I'm thinking, I don't think it's that deep. Like, okay, do you know what? Yeah, I I, I see. I don't know sides. why people are so alarmed. No, <laughs> I see two sides. I, there's two sides to it. One, I feel like it's kind of facts. Like if you're if you're someone that is really like 
trying to you know be serious in your faith and in your walk like there's just certain things that you just won't take part in and you know i mean and one of them is obviously like silhouette challenge obviously we know the context of the silhouette challenge it's got the red lights obviously red lights oh that reminds from, like amsterdam send you one um silhouette challenge that really it really I'm so dumb. it really shocked me this morning it really shocked so <laughs> really me. but honestly and some people are going mad let's not like some people actually even full on blow and having sex in the in the silhouette Whoa. challenge as well yes it's people are doing crazy things so i can understand from that point yeah 100 percent. what's your business there but i think for me it it's the second the other side that i see which i think is very very common in churches actually and especially like in these kind of young generation led churches i say is that when it comes to women i feel like women are always talked about with so much vim and there's never the same thing for guys do you get what i'm trying to say it's like oh women you don't, you don't dress right. Like, how are you going to dress like that to the this, to the club and expect your man to expect a man? That's definitely. I know you're not speaking about Mike Todd, but I just want to clarify that Mike Todd definitely doesn't do that because I've list, I've watched like a lot of his sermons. And no, he but goes one for men thing as well. that he does do, all those smart comments do tend to be. Let's be even in the in the big relationship goals thing. Like whenever he'll give a scenario, and I'm not saying that I don't listen to him or I don't listen to his word. Like I feel like you know his word can actually it brings a lot of value to my life. For example, when I tune in on certain on certain sermons. Um, but when people make snark comments, like, I really cannot re- recollect a time where he does that equally balanced with guys. Like I don't hear him say, "Oh, guys that be doing," you know what I mean, playing this girl up and down and all that. Like you don't really hear it. It's always kind of seen as if like women are the ones that don't really have that part in check. And I feel like that's something that's common a lot with a lot of you know preachers that want to be given scenarios. It's always the woman the woman the woman the woman and never really mm. about the man and i think that's what mm. people were saying you know it's, it was sick like not we but obviously like, as women it's sick and tiring to constantly be hearing that and even you know when i when i was sorry to go on but when i am um, obviously was thinking about the two-sided things i even went back to our episode and i was thinking damn this is even what we meant in terms of like consent and i was like that's even a good one because even when it mm. comes to, like sexual stuff and consent and stuff it's always the women the woman the woman the woman you mm. never hear about anything to do with the guys and how they approach things do you get what i'm trying to say like mm. you know it's just i think it's just that part that really alarmed people it's like why is it always women like can you really just leave women alone that's what people were saying like why is it always got to be the woman that's always going to do stuff mm. do you know what i mean because no, yeah, let's be real guys were out here slonging their things so really and truly yay no. <laughs> both sided yes. so yeah hundred hundred percent but i feel like obviously in his case i don't know i i can't tell you like oh this episode i said episode this sermon he said this about men i'm not sure but i feel like sometimes like when i saw it i was kind of like i don't think i don't think what he said is that deep like it's deep if he only says that about women but if he was if it was 50 50 balance like i don't feel like what he said was that mad and like sometimes i'm not gonna lie like i'm not the perfect christian i do like we all have things that we're working on but there are some things that we actually just shouldn't participate in because 100%. we're Christians. So, I, like, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like people are fake alarmed and I'm just like, are you actually shocked or are you just joking? Yeah, you're right, you're right. I, you're think, right I think it was the whole theatrics behind it because at the end of the day, like... <laughs> yeah, other... that's what people say. We people didn't watch the full sermon, though, so we don't know why there's water on the floor. Yeah, I know, yeah. but... And he's very visual. Like no, that. no, no. The like, thing, that's yeah, the his thing sermons is, the are thing is, very visual. I, like the that. thing is, I completely understand and obviously... 
I didn't watch the full thing. I don't watch him, so I don't know how he is. But I'm not gonna mm. lie, when I saw the video, <laughs> when I saw the video, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, why is there rain? Mm. Why is he in the rain? Like, and then I saw a tweet, yeah, which made so much sense, yeah. It was like, people always complaining that you guys are sleeping in church, that church serving is boring. Yeah? <laughs> this guy has now brought out the rain and, <laughs> and pool, and you guys are still complaining. Like, what, what, yeah, what do you want? True, and it's true. But I just feel like, um, I think people were just a bit like, I think people already had, um, a judgment against him and now that he did this they now said oh look well we were right about him do you know what i mean like people people whenever someone does something that is out of the ordinary it's the people that already had something against him that'll come out and say oh i knew he was a weirdo do you know what i mean yeah, so, right. mm, I, just, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel so ca- like i'm so careful about um saying things about pastors especially pastors Definitely. that i don't know because Definitely. Well, it's not me that's gonna now go and speak against the anointed you definitely mm. not definitely not um, um but, yeah. but yeah no i do hear what you're saying <laughs> but that tweet is so funny but so true bro. my guy actually brought the rain so if you're sleeping i don't know what, what <laughs> like, that, i would yeah. be awake boy i'm thinking what the hell is going yeah. on <laughs> and um funny enough i actually joined the clubhouse room where they were talking about yeah. it and his brother actually joined the room oh, God. Oh, really? yeah it was actually clubhouse, you know what? Yeah, i thought I know, but do you know what? I really enjoyed it. Like, I actually really enjoyed that room. Um, but yeah, obviously, the people were mentioning all the points that we've mentioned here today, and obviously, then the brother took the stage, and he was just like, you know, the thing about Mike Todd, I think this is so true, you know, his word is meant to be really and truly for those people who are who are kind of further away, if that kind of makes sense. Like, even the titles that they use and stuff, it's is, is, is meant to attract people who are kind of lost or... Jamie, that's where his focus is. It's who about don't maybe people, yet know God sort of thing. Yeah, who are, he's pulling people into the church, you know what I mean? In mm. With ways and with, like, yes. ideas and stuff that yeah. can be relatable to them, if that kind of that's makes sense. That's a good yeah, point. For because, Luke, for and this goes back... Christians, probably. Yeah, definitely. No, that's what he yeah, mentioned. No, that's what he yeah. mentioned. He said it, that's 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 what his the fundamental part of that church is. And you know, someone has said to him, "Okay, cool, that's great and stuff." But then, when what happens to the people who are in Christ and who attend your church? Like, how do they keep on keep it going? And he said, "But this is the thing, you know. Obviously, from the external part, that's all you see. But in the church, obviously, there's so many things that happen during the week, which I think is actually a very good point, you know. And we all have this with our church. It's not just a Sunday. There's obviously so many things that you can yeah. do during the week." Um, there's so many Bible studies, things that go deeper into the word for those people who are really like in their in you know what I mean in their faith and stuff um, mm-hmm. and in their walk. And it's just like, you know, Sunday it's fine for it to be not as like obviously it can be like deeper stuff. It, it will still be impactful, but it's also a time to to bring cr- people to Christ, and that's even what God yep. wants us to do. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like, and that's even what Sun for me anyway. When I think about it, like during the week and stuff, like that's really the time where if you're really trying to focus on your walk with God, I feel like personally it happens during the week. Yeah. That's me personally. Obviously everyone else can do their own thing, but during the week, that's where you really learn. And then Sundays is kind of just like your day to kind of just like, like you said, Sharon, give thanks, you know what I mean? Praise God. You know what I mean? Just be a, around people who are in the same kind of, you know, mindset as you and just enjoy each other's presence enjoy your love for god but the deep deep word stuff i feel like that really tends to happen away from just the sunday mm. and it's fine for you to let the sunday just be a time to bring people to christ like is that bad do you get what i'm trying to say yeah 100 um, and this kind of goes back to the point that you made earlier today about how like there's certain 
churches and pastors that kind of focus on different areas like yeah. there's some pastors that you listen to and basically they're preaching theology like they're preaching like the origin of the bible yeah. like the origin yeah. of the words yeah. like yeah. how we know the trinity exists that kind of stuff and then there's yeah. some pastors that preach more kind of like I don't want to say self-motivation, but like not self-motivation, but God motivation, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like mm. they really uplift your spirit. But mm. again, like if you find yourself, if you're a Christian, that's you've been a Christian for like 20 years or something. And like, you need to go deeper in the word and you need to fully understand like different semantics or whatever, then you might not be at Mike Todd's church, but it doesn't mean that what Mike Todd is doing is not impacting other people's lives. Because at the end of the day, Christ said go into the, world and create disciples not mm-hmm, disciples mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. disciples that are already here like mm-hmm. there's different classes for different things do you get what i'm saying reach yeah. on it i'm just 100%. saying but yeah but oh, last uh, last last we need to abolish some of these african churches these aunties that are just judgmental Yikes. Oh, it's true. Oh, Let's not even go on to that. That is another topic in itself, Fact. man. Mm. Oh, my God. Always be looking at what but, you're um, doing. What about your own children? Oh, mm. okay. Oh, God. <laughs> so true. I think I saw a tweet where someone was like, oh, yeah, why are you, why are you concerned about me when your own child is in jail or something? No, something seriously. Bro, I see that tweet every, like, five working it's days. It's true. Like, every five working days. days. <laughs> but but you know what's bad yeah let's say because i've heard some situations like this year where um maybe someone's daughter has gotten pregnant someone's child has gotten pregnant and Mm. the parents have now had to leave the church like what the hell is that i just just think it's so mad yeah it's so so crazy like it's What's so all this judgmental stuff? Sure, that's even another thing that I feel like we should discuss. Like, I don't know if we'll discuss it today or maybe another time, but just about the fact that, you know, I mean, like, this whole sexual stuff here, the way that it's okay. treated in No, 100%, is yeah. Ab- it's absolutely ridiculous. It's like, like it's honestly... The end all. It's, like, the way they make it seem yeah, like the end all. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And it's just like, you know, a lot of these people, um, you know, I don't even know if I want to say this, but I'll say it. But you know, when when they're, for example, having you know sex with um their partners and stuff, like it's things that are allowed, but it's the timing of it that's wrong. If that kind of yeah. makes sense. So it's not a case where it's like okay, cool, like uh drug or like abuse. Like it's never ever right. Do you yeah. know what I'm trying to say like mm. some things they you know it's fine. It's it's good things. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but it's just the timing and the context of it that's wrong. Yeah. Mm. And it's like okay, cool, fair enough. Okay, someone gets pregnant now. Like uh, the context might not be right, but in terms of like what they actually did and stuff, like it's not like the worst. Yeah, thing because it's something that they were going, they were going to do or want to do, but just at a later time yeah. once the ring happens. And like I said, I'm not trying to say, oh yeah, go ahead and go and be having sex and all that sort yeah. of stuff and get pregnant, all that. Before, obviously, there's a reason behind it, and I feel like you know the reason makes so much sense in oh, terms yeah. of being having that stable, you know, that stability and all that sort of thing. Yeah. But I just feel like you know why are they so so focused on something that is like not even so wrong in life in general. I mean, there's so many other things they're focused on it because um, it's, I feel like, the most visible in a way, um, Mm. in the sense that, like, if you happen to become pregnant, like, well, the whole church knows. If God was to dash all our sin out on the on Mm. the church floor, I was going to say shop floor, (laughs) (laughs) for all of us to see, we're actually all finished here because 
<laughs> trust me why don't you all finish here and i feel like that's why you have to be so careful when you pass judgment in fact you shouldn't even be passing judgment that's um, and if you and if you do feel like you need to say something to someone it should always be out of love do you get what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. um but yeah i feel like that's why they're so vocal about it because it's one of and the o- ones where and also it's i think it's also goes like when we were speaking what we were saying before the culture and the religion um mixing because you know culturally in our culture if you get bring oh no yeah out of wedlock all this blah 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 but really and truly some of these um rules and stuff that they like to make it's really culture and tradition it's got nothing to do with mm. obviously it does have mm. stuff to do with like church and god and stuff but last last is more of a culture thing oh what will people say that's what it is and it's just like Oh, I hate that line. Like, what would people think? What would people say? I'm thinking, I'm not. What would the church yeah, think? I'm just thinking. I'm sorry, but I don't live like, my life for people. The thing is, life still goes on. If I if I yeah. get pregnant now, the mum will be the my mum will be the one loving the child more than me. So honestly, that's what happens. Honestly, all this show, it's just the first initial stage. Afterwards, it's yeah. all forgotten. Well, some people, that's what some people do because I know for a fact there's definitely some people who would literally hold that. Hold yeah, that, it's um, true. It's true. And hold it against them. And it's so wrong. Let's not speak yeah, It's wrong. Yeah, definitely. 100%. But it, should, it, should, this, it shouldn't oh. be a reason for people to believe in the church. Leave in the whole church. Yeah, man. It's not, it's not yeah, right. Let's it's not, not right. do that. Mm, mm, mm. Well, we, we give God the glory. <laughs> no, it's true, man. Hallelujah. And I feel like the takeaway today is just if you've, like, like I said earlier, like if you've had a bad experience with a church, doesn't mean all churches are bad. And yeah. mm-hmm. I would encourage you, especially now where like you can actually watch watch services from home, like mm. just like an hour and a half every Sunday, like just watch one. Um, mm. And I'm sure you'll be blessed by it. Yeah, definitely. So thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed that episode. As always, our episodes drop on Mondays. So please make sure you check them out. Also follow us on our Instagram and our Twitter at BTSPod underscore. And we look forward to speaking to you on our next one. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.